0: This week's episode of Dum Dum Die, an all-female, all-awesome D&D 5th edition homebrew live stream and podcast. And it's a very special live stream because it's interactive and you are here. You can help Hinder or harass the players by getting involved. And my players are here. They're going to introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Wednesday and I play Alaric <laughs> Skyvale,
1: the mom Paladin, but I am playing him in the past again.
0: Hi guys, I'm Nelly. I normally play Kira Nightingale, the half-elf sorcerer, but I am going to reprise my role as Leonardo, the turtle
2: folk individual who is now on the hunt for a certain runaway maybe room. Hi everyone, I'm Lena and I usually play Andrew the Changing Druid. However tonight I will reprise my role as Bob the upper-class butler who is running after some young whippersnapper trying to get rid of her esteemed majesty's marriage. Unacceptable.
0: So before we jump into the game, there's a sort of three house things we have to sort out. So one is Nelly's character also has Kevin, the cabbage guy, in his arms. toe. Also, I have taken the liberty of last week's suggestion of creating an Archfey Warlock character. I have made Kevin the Cabbage Man an Archfey Warlock. And obviously he has made a, a deal with a lesser known entity who deals in cabbages. And that's why his cabbages are the best cabbages. Kevin's patron is Oi Oi. <laughs> Oi Oi Savoy, father of the Cabbage Patch Fletchley. I think he calls all the people, he's the patron of his Cabbage Patch Kids because everyone's younger than he is because he's an old deity entity. Guys, this is canon. This is canon now. We are picking up where we left off. So our total Leonardo and Bob, the butler, are running with Kevin, the cabbage guy, under their arm as they're running towards where they heard some sounds and some barking. A Lauren, you rolled initiative for me, correct? Or did I yes, say we I must did. roll initiative and then I didn't roll it? No, I did roll, roll
1: initiative. to write it down? I think it was 18. I remember I just, it being incredibly
0: high. I feel like the more you're saying you're remembering it being incredibly high, the less I'm believing Listen, that we wrote this down. But all I've got here written down yes. is Kevin the Cabbage streamer. For so all the you're going to make me re-roll? Yeah, for all the people in chat who didn't see it last week. <laughs> 10. Good. You know what? Yeah. Because you re-rolled, I'll give you another 2. Oh. <laughs> 12. <Fala. laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome, Wednesday, because I'm such a professional GM. Oh, Lauren, what do you do? The yes. dogs are barking. They appear to be at this moment just alerting, but you do know that they can go into full-on attack mode.
1: I am going to try and persuade them to come with me so we can play outside. Come on, guys. Come on. Let's go outside. Let's go outside. I'm Roll not persuasion. actively trying to deceive them. I totally am planning to take them outside with me.
0: Roll persuasion. Fifteen. The one starts wagging its ghostly tail and it's very about this outside. I think it potentially thinks your sword is a stick. It's, That's my boy. It's, it's <laughs> unsure. It knows it can definitely carry the sword. It's just like, are you gonna throw it? How far can this guy throw it? I doubt it. The other ghost hound is not buying the going outside. It knows the direction you're heading is away from yes. the chapel. And oh, it, knows, the it knows it knows you're not wrong. going sure. going no, when no. you need to go. That's obviously the female of the two. Yeah.
1: See, my she, boy is all happy. He wants to go play. She doesn't God have time for your bullshit. Business
0: she's yeah. just like no. <laughs> she's just like go
1: get married I'm going to start walking forwards because like you know at least one of them is on my side and I'm gonna as I do it take out a javelin and like wiggle it around like okay because I had to be fully armed for this wedding wiggle around like I'm gonna throw it I'm gonna check it, check me out I'm gonna I'm gonna full throw it down that
0: corridor, and so you take some more steps forward towards the dogs as well as towards yeah. the corridor, and your assumed yeah. escape. It is now the first dog's turn, the one who is suspicious. Geez, okay, it's not gonna do that. You're playing as a level one, hey?
1: Yeah, it's okay though. I understand. They're elite security dogs. I'm fine. I knew what I was getting into.
0: Yeah, this one's hardcore. Okay, so I'm just going to amend that as she turns her head behind her and exhales frost down the corridor and freezes the corridor almost like an ice rink on top. And you can hear that sound of crackling ice, Lauren, but you realize it's actually the cement underneath cracking because the frost is so cold. The dog looks back to you and she growls. And she does a gesture with her head, which means you can take the exit on the right, which will take you to the chapel, or you can walk (laughs) past me and on this freezy, freezy floor. And she continues barking and growling. The other one gets mistaken when you do the fake of, I'm going to throw the javelin. It turns around. And as his partner frost breathes across the floor, he turns and starts skidding on the ice and goes splaying across the corridor and about 40 feet down the corridor as the ghost hound slides on his tummy and around. And you would think the ghost hound being a ghost hound would sort of slip through, but nope, it full-blown cartoon styles, front paws out forward, back paws out and spins around. Doesn't seem to be hating it though wiggling its tail which makes it spin even harder and then it stands up and it barks at you but you can hear the bark is a different kind of bark it's not like a alerting people or growling it's more of a like yep come play with me yep come play with me and it sits and wiggles its tail and you're pretty sure you can see on its ghostly form for a moment like a sheen of ice on its tummy and then it gets absorbed
1: all right lauren i have seen how it is done So the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to throw that javelin in hopes that it will lodge itself in that ice so that I can see how thick it is.
0: Chat over or under and then roll an attack. Fifteen. So it's not going to distract the female. The female's on it because I rolled 30, so it was under. You throw the javelin. It does stick into the ice, but just the tip sticks in the ice. So the ice is not a thick layer. But the yeah. ice is strong. Like you jammed the javelin in there with your throw. It's almost like as sturdy and thick as the concrete or the cement itself. So you know that getting hit by this ice would be extremely painful, like running into a wall that's also cold. Yes. As an aside, they've named these dogs and they're the best. It's a frostwiler and a winter <laughs> pug. Probably the winter pug is the one that's all like grr and all serious, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the Winterbug is the one that that like just refuses to believe you, whereas the Frostwile is like, yeah, yeah, throw the throw the thing. <laughs> also, North Stars is mentioning I had to be fully armed for this wedding. Why do I feel like Aloran throws ninja stars instead of confetti? <laughs> he is marrying into basically the royal family of Il-Uranos, and essentially their family is sort of bred to be the consorts for the royal family so they can protect them. So they need to come, you know, fully kitted out to prove they can protect the royal family. And they would be partners. You never know what's going to happen at a wedding. That's true, guys. Okay, so you've thrown the javelin. The path to the chapel is still clear.
1: I'm not going to the chapel because I'm not going to get married. Nope. Gee, nope, I, really nope, love nope. Him. Yeah. I thought I was the only person who knew that song. I'm going to say to the Frostwiler, go get it, go get it, bring it back. Because now I need to figure out how to get across that ice. He seems to know how to do it, so maybe I need to watch him do it again. Just okay. to get some pointers. This doesn't feel like the, <laughs> the worst insight you've ever had. You know, he's never run away before.
0: <laughs> he's just a fresh adventurer. <laughs> has he? Yeah. Has he never... He runs away from from his emotions. (laughs) (laughs) Runs away from
1: his emotions. Listen, the sky are not bred to have emotions, okay? I beg
2: to differ.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Usually the ones who hide their emotions are the most emotional because they're running away. It is now the female winter pug's turn. She is going to step forward, blink out of existence, and blink next to the Frostweiler, and then give him one of those, like nips on the neck that, like, other dogs do to get the dog back in line. You can hear, like, she's barking. Can you speak elvish? Yes, I can. So the dog is barking, but it does almost sound like it's got an elvish, like, tilt to the sound of the bark. So you can Mm -hmm. sort of get the gist from, like, the tone of the bark, if that makes sense. It's basically saying, get your head in the game and focus. And then she's going to blink back and uh, appear before you and continue barking and growling. I'm going to look
1: at her and then I'm going to say, celestial as my families want to do when they speak to animals, you're a good dog. She deserves praise. She's doing the right thing. I mean, the other dog is way more fun, though.
0: She stops growling for a moment, gives you a beady eye, and then continues barking but first goes like, Rip. that like, am I Should I be barking? Yes, I'm barking. Right, 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 right. at least she knows I'm
1: not lying. She is a good dog.
0: She is a good dog. At that, the Frostweiler, it knows you want to play with it because you've proven that you do. But he's really afraid of the winter pug. So he's going to come speeding down the ice to stand next to the winter pug and then he's going to bark. But you can hear he's not barking as loud or as enthusiastically as the winter pug is. Uh, whose name is Kurt Wagner? Kurt Wagner, the Winter Park. No wonder oh, no she's a grumpy because she's got a terrible name. Like, <laughs> that is whose a mother. Name's their little girl dog, that. You know, someone who knows she's going to grow up to be a boss. Yeah. yeah. A boss yeah. dog. That's a Lauren's yeah. mother for you, guys. There's no cute names here. You are named like Sword. Kurt Wagner probably <laughs> means sword in Umbral or something. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Or victory, (laughs) strong, or I don't know. (laughs) Victory, yeah, I like that. At this point, we're going to switch over to the three of you, uh, Leonardo, Bob, and Kevin, the cabbage guy. I'm going to assume you were coming to this passage the whole time. Leonardo actually catches up to you quite quickly, and he points out to you which way you need to go so that you can come in the corridor that actually leads to the chapel so you don't have to deal with the ice, luckily. As you enter the corridor, you know at the end of the corridor is a T-junction and then the left will go to another corridor that takes you down and around and around the back to exit the monastery complex. And then you know to the right will lead you to the barracks where he was supposed to be. You can also hear the barking very, very loudly here. Have you guys got like good eyesight? I
2: can hold my breath like
0: for a good while, like for an hour. That's actually impressive.
2: I've got dark vision.
0: Okay. You've got dark vision?
2: Okay. I I own,
0: own, cap, I'm a I With that dark vision, as I mentioned previously, the monastery really tries to keep it very stereotypical, monk-like, and very ritualistic. So the corridors are actually quite dark. Aloran doesn't notice because Aloran is generally surrounded by light. I assume the light is coming from you because you are emotionally stressed distressed at this point mm. so the corridors are quite dark and they have like one or two torches every sort of 30 feet so it's it's not very well lit Leonardo you can't see much of the corridor except a shining light at the back of the corridor which you imagine is maybe 50 feet away Bob yeah. you can see the corridor but then at the end of which you know is like 55 feet away at the end of that corridor the light is blinding to your dark vision after being so dimly lit and then very bright. At this, please roll initiative for me. 18. I feel like this combat is slightly unbalanced. Uh, Bob? One. See, there you go. Jump up, obviously. The light at the end, <laughs> blinded by the light, ooh, ooh, by the light. <laughs> and also they are saying she is not a little gold dog, she is a mighty warrior, slayer of sofa cushions, terror of ankles,
2: and impossible barrier to certain escape to freedom.
0: Yeah, she's, she's the barrier to freedom, <laughs> she is the barrier to freedom. Leonardo. Because we're still going towards that T-junction, right? Yeah. So you know the light is actually at the back of the, at the T-junction. I'm still gung-ho, so I'm going to keep running with Cabbage Guy in tow, because I don't know, I don't know his name. I don't care for his name. So Cabbage Guy and I are going, and I kind of call back towards Bob and say, onwards, we're close, because I know we're going towards, we're close to the barracks. Yes. And I'll come around towards the right, going towards the barracks. Okay and so I you're guess- planning to like once you get to the T junction you're going to turn right. Yeah. What's your movement speed? 40 feet. Ooh, I'm speedy. I like you it. You are speedy. <laughs> wow. So at wow, 40 feet, is <laughs> my feet with with one movement action, you get 40 feet and then you can see that it's a lauren. So I'm going to give you do you want to use another movement action? What do you want to do? This has to be a movement action. No, it can be an action action. The moment I see a lauren, I'm going to say pulse. My liege, you need to come back with us. And this whole time I'm holding on to cabbage guy. I'm I like gesturing with the cabbage guy. He's just sort of like. <laughs> and the other hand is like with my claw. But in a gesturing way, I'm gesturing halt, But they might be a bit scary because, you know, my massive
1: halt. In any case, Aloran is going to turn and see you. And if you could see into his helm, you would see that now he is even more afraid and even more desperate to get away
0: are you trying to do it intimidatingly, convincingly I respect him and I respect his family so I don't I, I would never intimidate him I would I'm trying to convince him I'm trying to reason with him even though I'm not even aware I look a bit scary but
1: yeah okay reasoning
0: yeah cool. you do you're holding
1: a person <laughs> and you're flashing close at me like I'm just yeah. like
0: yeah so real oh persuasion at a disadvantage. No, I knew mean, you were going to say that. Come on, You've, got, a, you've got like yeah, a human I mean, rag doll in your hand and you're like, come you with you me. Okay? I've listen,
1: <laughs> listen, my mother set the ghost dogs
0: on me. She could have sent assassins. I'm not beyond that. Look, death is better than dishonor in your family. So, I mean, eight for persuasion. Okay, please roll a straight D20 and add your insight for me, Lauren. Ooh, that was a natural 20. Yeah, Lauren thinks you're scary and he knows what you're up to. Are you, yeah. into, you can tell my intentions are pure, right? <laughs> they come from a good place.
1: I know who you are. And I'm going to say that. I know who sent you. You're not taking me.
0: I'm leaving. It's your turn, Lauren. <laughs> what are you going to do?
1: I am going to look at that poor cabbage guy and I'm going to say, and you can come with me if you want to get away from that assassin. And <laughs> because I am... An honourable, good person and a bit of an idiot. I'm going to try and rescue the cabbage guy. Because okay. now I'm like, okay, this turtle was sent for me. But obviously this guy got caught in the crossfire. I feel bad for him. I need to save him. Whether or not my ankles are put at risk because I turn my back to the pug.
0: He is in the chapel direction corridor. So as you turn your body towards that corridor, the barking stops. And there's just a low growl. And as soon as you take a step towards that corridor, the dogs stop barking and growling.
1: You know, this situation, everything that happens just makes me feel more on edge. (laughs) So the fact that they're not barking is not helping.
0: Silence descends upon the corridor.
1: I'm going to rush forward to try and tackle the turtle. I don't want to use a weapon on you lest I actually hurt you. That's not fair. You're only doing your job tackle a guy in full plate armor. He looks other? pretty strong. And it's just so that that other guy can get away.
0: Roll athletics for me. Leonardo, a strength check for me, please. 14. Chat just came up with the best idea. A total assassin is called a terrasaspin.
2: I do love that. That's, that's, pretty, uh, that's pretty, good. pretty good. I'm scared.
0: 18. When Nelly does a dog. 18. Lauren. I ran. You run. You've been training. You are a very tall person of stature mm-hmm. generally. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yes, Il Uranos is cosmopolitan. You have beaten people, other totals, you have beaten, you know, orcs. Did they fall Alain down is, because is of he didn't necessarily of? beat them. He trained with them.
1: Yeah. I mean look just so if that he... you know. He's never hit anyone. He's hit numerous wooden dummies.
0: They have been destroyed. And some were big. Um, yeah, but yeah. he's trained alongside orcs, leap monks. It's true. So following his way of the dummy, he <laughs> runs down the corridor and he thinks the best place to tackle you would be at your power center, so across the middle. And as he dives forward, he realizes, oh, what if I tip you and Kevin the cabbage guy gets hurt? So he did pull back slightly and also he realizes, tries to wrap his arms around you. You are a large turtle with a shell. And so yes. he cannot get a grip around the backside of you to also assist in his push. And now he's just awkwardly hugging you on one side with one arm around your waist. Leonardo. Holding onto Kevin, the cabbage guy, who you've. Held outstretched, saying, "It's okay. Come with me." And and waved him like a rag doll. And that was your move action as well, because he was fifteen feet away. I'm pushing,
1: as you do against that immovable wall. I got this. I'm Just strong. Pushing.
0: I'm gonna save this guy no matter what. Leonardo, you see two ghostly dogs step into the T junction and face you down the corridor. The large one is holding a javelin in its mouth and waggling its tail. And the short one is just watching very carefully. That brings it to Bob. It's your turn. What's your movement speed? (laughs) 30 feet. At 30 feet, you can see Leonardo holding out Kevin. And I mean, you've heard what's been happening, but you can't see Lauren at the front or the dogs because Leonardo is taking up that space.
2: I am going to use Both of my move actions to like just walk to the side to get a good look at our little perpetrator here.
0: As you do, you see him pushing on Leonardo, his feet slipping backwards, mumbling things like, I will save you, young human, (laughs) from your aggressor. From this assassin. From this assassin.
2: I'm going to fold both my hands like behind my back and like raise my one eyebrow at the scene unfolding in front of me and say uh lord skyvale would you please desist this uh, rather unseemly behavior her uh, highness is waiting for you
0: i missed kevin because i put him on the side on kevin's turn he has taken this time to try and squeeze out of Leonardo's hands. Please roll a reflex save for me, Leonardo. Will my reflex save be a dex? Yeah, it would be dex. So be have a you dex been playing in another Israel. game,
1: Carla? A different system, perhaps? Guys, do we not have a
0: reflex save? No, we don't. No, we don't. Guys, that's Pathfinder. Pathfinder. You've been what? playing
1: Pathfinder, Pathfinder, haven't you? Mm, I have. Yeah caught you, Carla. caught you. I'm cheating
0: on our system. Oh, no. Bring it, Kevin. Bring it. 22. I knew he was an assassin. So, I knew it. Kevin lifts his arms and he sort of starts wiggling like those, you know, those like blow up things outside a car wash. Like <laughs> Those things are so cool. He's realizing that even though he's wiggling his like torso as much as he can and he's like kicking his legs, you've got a very firm grip on him. And you actually seem to readjust your grip and grip him better. And in his Mm. wiggling, thanks to chat, in his wiggling, he actually knocks his head on his hands because he's trying to wiggle so hard (laughs) that he has now hurt himself in his confusion. And with that, he will cast random spells on his next turn because he is a... Archway Warlock. That's now he's concussed
1: well. as well. So that's that's a
0: concussed well. <laughs> Archway Warlock. There you go. Did I recognise Bob's voice when Bob came because around the sign? A, a you, butler. You could have. You could have looked at him and seen. So you've seen your bride in passing, and and at one or two meetings, but it's not like you guys went on no. dates or anything. This no. marriage has been arranged long before you were even born. So the fact that you even met each other once or twice is purely because your parents are super chill and, you know, relaxed in the traditions. It's
1: fine if they get to know each other before marriage.
0: Yeah. We can allow that. Yeah, it's not like he's going to run away or anything. Yeah, but make sure that we've got an
1: assassin just in case.
0: Leonardo, it is your turn. I've got an armful of a Lauren, so I think he's embraced me at first. I'm like, yes, yes, my liege, this is a very emotional time. I can understand why you feel this way, but we must, we must take our leave. Your bride is waiting for you. I also kind of embrace him back because, you know, I'm a turtle who has feelings. I'm in touch with my emotions. And I'm happy to, you know, share a moment from man to man, so to speak, you know, because Bob didn't share a moment with me, so I can have a moment with him. All right, that's that's amazing. <laughs> and Kevin, yeah. the cabbage guy. Oh I mean, yeah, that's random, guy. yeah, yeah. As I'm embrace him, I'm kind of just kind of like heft him, and then I'm gonna turn around and just kind of start walking back towards the chapel because he's in my arms. He seems <laughs> <to be laughs> joyous about this. Wedding after
1: all. but susan has got me. He's got me. He's got me. hug. Yeah, the cabbage
0: guy is like a bit fair And then Lauren's there. It's like one happy brigade to the chapel. <laughs> please roll athletics for me. And Lauren also roll athletics for me. Also, after that roll, Nelly, please roll a percentile for me. And then chat, tell me over or under for North Stars request. I got 23. Damn. That's impressive. I only got I got dirty twenty. So I see you. I see you, Lauren. Also, Nelly, please roll a percentile for me. Okay, we're going to go with under because there's so many unders. You won. As you. Pat a Lauren and you say those comforting things to him and you're holding Kevin the cabbage guy closer to you because you know you had intended to hug with both hands and then you realized you had another person in this hand so now he's kind of just like looking at you deep into your eyes as you say these things to a Lauren. and so awkward oh guys <laughs> awkward total and as you do so obviously it's the stars in his eyes from being concussed For a second, you look at Kevin and almost feel like this is a person you could have fallen in love with. In a different space, in a different time, if life were simpler. Wow. Kevin, the cabbage guy, upon close inspection, he's very good looking. He's got that like rugged, I work on a farm look, but very clean. He's very clean. Okay. He doesn't have anything under his nail. Like, he's clean. That's a low, low standard. (laughs) (laughs) That bar is super low. I said he was also good looking.
2: And he seems to be. And he's hardworking. I know he runs his
0: own business. He has cabbages. And you can carry him. He's portable. Chat says he looks like a Hemsworth. Kevin Hemsworth, the cabbage guy. And then he also, because he's so confused, he looks at you and he says... Your shell shines like emeralds. Your head is as smooth as a marble. Mm. (laughs) And that is what distracted you and disenabled you to pick up Aloran. So you actually turned around holding Kevin and expecting to carry on walking and you realize Aloran is not there. And now Aloran is pushing on your butt because this is the game we play. On the shell. Yes, you have a shell. On the I edge got, of your remember, I came from oh, a half shell. I'm very he proud has of a it. shell, you know, yes. my glorious emerald shell. It I'm, is a beautiful really emerald shell. A shell. It is also Chris Hemsworth, and everyone is shipping Leonardo and Chris real hard. They can have a beautiful life in the cabbage plains. Aww, oh, crunchy. guys, I ship it too. I'm, I'm there. <laughs> and I need some. In the future, if we make it to Il us we might see Kevin and, and Leonardo together. Leonardo, you can still move. I'm first taken aback by Kevin's, well, Cabbage Guy's kind words. And I soften for a moment, but I remember, like, I'm have a, I'm on a mission. So I kind of, like, pause, take those words in. And then I'm going to, because I, I can feel Aloran pushing on my half shell now. Mm. I'm going to now, I'm going to turn around and then embrace, pick him up again. Like, oh, my liege, I know you're <laughs> full of emotions and... It, this was quite a great, uh, surprise for me, too. If only this happened earlier, we could have had a double wedding. But uh, alas, this is your day and your day alone. And I'm going to, again, embrace him in this moment and then start moving back towards the chapel. That's what you're intending to do on your next move, because you'd have to still pick him up. Because I assume he's yeah. going to contest it. Lauren, uh, the turtle is trying to enclose you in their arms once again. Yes. Which way is the turtle facing? Leonardo, turned back to face you once again.
1: Because now I know that this total shell, this assassin shell is made out of emeralds.
0: I am going
1: to run towards that T-junction section, right, where the ice is. And I'm going to say, if you want me, assassin, you will have to come and get me. And I'm going to turn, like, into the passageway just before I know the ice is. Because everybody knows that jewels are quite indestructible. Are you going to try and surf the torch? Do you want to know? Because I was watching that dog very closely and he had the right idea. There's only one way to get across ice.
0: That's your move <laughs> action. You can still do something else. What do you want to do? I'm going to cast light on myself
1: and I'm going to take off my helm as I shout. And as I take off my helm and I cast light, the corridor is flooded with the scent of apples and cinnamon.
0: As you take off your helmet and like L'Oreal flip your hair and light sprinkles. You see all the sweat going, <laughs> but it shines beautifully as the light reflects on it, making rainbows. And it catches the two dogs unaware. The winter pug knows exactly where you are at all times with the natural 20. That light is not distracting her for anything. She starts growling and she's gonna try and bite your leg. To hold you back. And now she rolls a natural oh, one. Lord. She's obviously the smarter one of the two. She's obviously very it. She's not blinded by the light. But as she reaches out to bite onto your ankle and on the armor, she somehow forgot to make herself corporeal. So because these dogs are like ghost dogs, they were hiding in the statues and hiding in the corridor. And then because she was so focused on looking at you, she wasn't focused on also maintaining her corporeal form. And so she bites through you and basically walks through you and lands on the other side and feeling quite embarrassed, sort of turns around and, and growls at you. And surely The other one is blinded by the light and is blinking. I like this dog. He's my favorite. He's my best. And wagging his I'm gonna tail. I'm going to miss him so much. Now it is Kevin's turn. So, Kevin, you could see, Leonardo, out of the corner of your eye that Kevin was also feeling something. Like, it's you know when people say it was love at first sight? This was like your actual first sight. The moment where you ruined his cabbages and picked him up and said, like, don't worry, I'm going to put you in a storage closet. That's forgotten. This is a new moment. Then he heard you saying we could have had a wedding, and he was excited. And then he heard you saying... But today is your day. And now he believes you want to have a wedding with Lauren. Because he's very confused. And he is not about that life. He foresaw your future. He saw you guys on those cabbage planes. He saw you riding into town on a beautiful carriage, your beautiful emerald shell, glistening on the cabbages, making them look even better. I mean, Mm. together, teamwork, love. It was going to be beautiful And yet you obviously only have eyes Eyes for the shining Ponce of a guy Which is not what he wants (laughs) to know It's beacon of light It is not ponce of a guy Also known as a beacon of light And so He is going to look at you And he's going to say I wish things could have been different And he's going to misty escape And disappear And then reappear right next to Aloran and he's going to turn to him and say, where do you need to go?
1: I'm glad that you are safe. We need to get away from these assassins.
0: We just need to get across this hallway so we can go outside. And then he's going to turn to Leonardo and with all the venom he can muster in his voice he's going to say, yes, these
2: assassins of the heart. Bob, it is you. <laughs> uh, Bob is a little little confused about what's going on there, but at the same time, not at all interested. He's looking at Aloren and the curious stare has now turned into a deep frown as he sees Aloren is trying to escape. And he says, my lord... My lady is going to be most upset if you disappear. I simply cannot allow you to leave. And I'm going to make this small hooking gesture and I'm going to cast hold person on Aloran. Oh snap!
1: Isn't that a wisdom saving throw? Yes. 15.
2: Is that enough? Spell saves uh, 13, so 15 saves. For a moment you feel trapped
0: by your obligation, but then it passes. (laughs) Her Highness cannot keep
1: me from being a free man.
2: At this Her point... Highness is waiting for you as we speak. Your cooperation would be most appreciated in this endeavor. Now, if you don't mind... Can I just say,
0: Bob's polite threatening is really creepy... <laughs> it's the learn of his
1: mother. This is why I want to leave because now he's like thinking about his mom, so he's having this whole like, I'm not going to let you tell me how I should live my life. As far as I'm concerned, I am free to live as I please. And her highness, well, I don't really know her anyway.
2: Bob is going to say, "Yes, you are free to live as you please after the wedding."
0: At that. Leonardo, you see some recognition go off in Kevin's eyes and there's still a chance to save it as we bring this week's episode (laughs) to a conclusion. Also, Game and Teddy is just like, Bob is so done with all the side crap. He just wants (laughs) to do his job and go home for tea. So I just want to say a huge thank you to chat without you the romance of leo and kevin might never have happened so thank you chat okay. as well as the law of his lord oi oi and the cabbage patch kids so thank you for always making everything an adventure and always fleshing out the stories and all the songs and being here a huge huge thank you to my players you make everything an adventure and i love your solutions to things so thank you for that thank you for always trying to um to build and create creatively i love that so much and with that please remember if you enjoyed this share it with your friends foes families and familiars you can follow us at Dum Dum die on all the socials spelled d-u-m-d-u-m-d-i-e you can join our discord group as well as listen to the podcast recaps and meet us here every tuesday for more fun more romance hopefully for kevin and leo you know at least someone could get married today It could happen. Stay safe and I hope you have a most amazing week. Food with adventure and love.